0: Hello listeners, like you, I am always looking to add that extra touch to my visuals and the complete vibe LUT library has it all, over 1,000 LUTs with 63 cinematic color and black and white looks to create powerful images. Why? Well because they are crafted specifically for your camera. Sony, Blackmagic, Canon, Red, Panasonic, Fuji and so many more. Bring your cinematic visions to life and get noticed. Learn more at Reed, Reid, R-E-I-D, mpetro.com slash store. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Set Life Podcast. I am Reed. Today, we're going to talk about using sensor sizes to tell your story. Now, which sensor size is going to be the right, uh, right? you know, um aspect for your film is going to be the right look for your film Um, we can you know let's dive into that and kind of talk about what uh, different sensor sizes look like and how that applies to the cinematography of your film so let's get right into it we're going to talk about mostly super 16 35 standard and the full frame um, sensor sizes so this could be, uh, you know, in terms of uh, Super 16, this could be like a Micro Four Thirds uh, camera. Um, if you're talking Super 35, this could be an Alexa, um, a Canon. I, there's a lot of them. Um, the the A7s or Sony cameras that are that have the Super 35, um, FS uh, FS7, um, the F55, those kind of cameras. And then the full frame cameras could be the Red uh, Monstro Fist Division, full frame, or the Sony A7S, full frame. Um, or, uh, yeah. Uh, another, another Super 35 camera could be the Blackmagic uh, kind of variation variety, the Ursa Minis, such. Um, so, what do sensor sizes actually mean? So, as you are increase the sensor size, uh, you are going to get a larger field of view because more of the image is going to be projected onto that surface of that sensor, right? So, if you think of um, the, the lens port coming through the hole and that light is coming through, And if you're on a smaller sensor, a lot of that light, a lot of that image that would be kind of projected in the back on that sensor, uh, you're only seeing a a smaller portion of that, as opposed to a full frame, where you're able to capture most of that light being projected, and depending on the lens, right? So some some lenses are only designed for uh, Super 16, and so if you try to put that lens on a 35 or a full frame, you're gonna see massive vignetting because the image circle that's projected on the back is not big enough to cover that sensor physically right and so that's where you would get that vignetting from so going back to this though you are you know as the sensor gets larger you're gonna have a larger field of view you're just gonna be able to see more of the image right so taking a 50 millimeter lens and putting it on a full frame it's going to feel like a wider lens than if you put it on a 35 and a 16. So, that means that um, as the sensor size gets larger, so does the background. Well, if you imagine you take that same 50 mil and put it on a Super 35, and you you know, the standard, right? Like, uh, well, I mean, not the same What is a standard? But the, uh, you know, most, most films, right, shot in Super 35, you put a 50 mil on that, and you get a medium shot, right? And that's your shot, and that looks great. You put that same 50 mil on a full-frame camera, you're going to see, you're going to have a much wider field of view. It's going to look like a 35-millimeter-ish um, on that same lens. So to compensate, right, you would take that 50, on that full frame sensor, and you would move in closer to your subject to get that same type of shot, that medium shot, right? And so by doing that, you bring the foreground closer to you, and that background is getting um, further away from the foreground relatively to the sensor. And so that is going to give the appearance of more background in the shot, as opposed to uh, the Super 35, where you're going to put that 50 mil on there and actually move backwards so it's the the space is being compressed. And likewise, if you put it on a Super 16, you're going to have to move even further back to get that medium shot on the 50, and that's going to even compress your space more. So, uh, inherently, you, you see more of the background because of your field of view, but in... In reality, when you put the, when you try and match up those 50 mils on that Super 35 in that full frame, you're gonna see that um, when you match up in terms of subject uh, framing, your backgrounds look different and you get more background in the full frame. Another big thing that you want to, well, okay, so all that to say, right, like all that technical stuff to say that if you are looking for a film or you're, you know, you're working on a film, and you want it to be a very claustrophobic feeling, and you don't want to see much of the background, then Super 16 is kind of where you want to be, right? Like, that's going to make everything claustrophobic. You're not going to see nearly as much of the background as you would in 35, and definitely not in full frame, right? However, if you're working on a project where the environment or the, the set design is, is an integral part to the film and you really want to capture the essence of that, then going with a bigger sensor is going to give you that, right? It's going to give you more of that environment. And so you can use those two, those three sensor sizes to really pick between, you know, how is this background um, going to be incorporated into the story in the film? Uh, the third thing, uh, the, the biggest, the biggest aspect of the um, sensor size is going to be uh, as the sensor gets larger, depth of field gets more shallow. Now, If you were to look at a 50 mil on a 35 and the full frame at the same distance, you're going to see the same field of view or depth of field. However, if you try and match those looks up, right? So again, you take that 50 mil and put it on the full frame and you scooch in a couple feet to get that same framing, then that means that you pushed in closer to the foreground. And that means that the focus-wise... It's gonna feel like it's uh, more shallow depth of field because again, you had to push in closer to the subject, and that means relatively you're distancing yourself from the background. It's gonna appear as though you have shallower depth of field with a with a you know higher sensor size. So you could tell that you could take that to your story and say, well, wait, um, do I want to see you know do I want my background to be extremely blurry? Or do I want it to be um, not as blurry, right? Do I want to have a shallower depth of field or, 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 or deeper depth of field? And so that is, uh, you know, something you could discuss in terms of sensor size and how that's going to uh, affect and relate to it. The other thing about sensor size, last thing I would talk about is lens choices. So when you are looking at a full-frame sensor, there are only certain lenses that are going to fit them, and maybe even not all of the lenses in a certain set. So that is, again, something to take into consideration, depending on what lenses you want, uh, might affect your sensor size. And if uh, they're um, super 35 um, millimeter uh, lenses, and they don't cover full frame, well, then that kind of gives you a choice right there. Uh, you know, same goes for Super 16. There are lenses that only fit on Super 16 and that they won't cover uh, 35 and certainly not full frame. So, so you know, lens choice could be uh, a definitive factor based on what, you know, sensor size you go with. So that is it for today. A little bit rambly, a little bit long, but I hope there was uh, some info in there that, uh, that you got, uh, wisdom, uh, nuggets of wisdom. And I just want to say... I hope you stay safe and I hope you're healthy and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the Setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get this podcast.